This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Today on a very special edition of Ruskin and Zach. There is no Zach. There is Ruskin. DQ is here. And you. Ruskin, DQ, and you. That's what we're doing today here on ESPN Arkansas and on hitthatline.com. I mean, I'm looking over at his workspace and the um, the good chair brought to you by the stadium shop. And uh, DQ, he runs out of here and just, it's like, like there's an emergency. Like yeah. there's a fire. He throws his stuff away the next day. I see. I've noticed. Yeah, I see. Like the next morning, he'll come in and throw all and of the things up. that he left. All the Dr. Pepper bottles <laughs> he <laughs> left the day before. It's usually one. Let's not make it. Uh, well, let's exaggerate. There's six or seven over there I mean, usually. Yeah, Eight or nine. Litter. Maybe. I mean, it's, yeah, it is litter. It's clutter, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, he's um he's gonna do me a solid and be here tomorrow on another day off uh, because uh, I can't be in town tomorrow. I have, a, I have a ball game in Fort Smith, so I'll be on. But uh, he'll be in here and it'll be uh, like we're all together, but not really. Okay. Uh, be wondering if he's at uh, Notre Dame camp, and no, that's not today. No, we we know why where he is. His parents are in town. He probably wishes he was here. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, we um we tried desperately. I mean, we really did try to have a, a town hall with uh, both of our our dads on the border, but uh, the uh, the details did not. Uh, it didn't all work out. It didn't all work out. But uh, maybe another day we can uh, do that. Maybe we can work on all that stuff. All right. Anyway, your um your texts are vital to our success today. 866-285-4005 on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. We'll get some calls in here, and um, then we'll get that going. We've got some other stuff that we'll uh, do as we um, as we move through this thing here. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Ricky wants to know, on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, when he's not there, does he listen? I doubt it. Do you think he listens? Um. Yes. Really? Yeah. Why do you believe that? I I don't know. Not maybe for, not to the whole thing. But is it for technical reasons? I think so. To make sure there's noise coming yeah, out of the transmitter. I think okay. so. All right, that makes sense. I bet he listened right whenever we started. Maybe he's turned it off by now. By now, no. We should have waited then for uh, all to the insult him. Yeah, the, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Before we talked about the nine uh, bottles of doc, empty Dr Pepper over there. Um, but I mean, we don't have Zach today, but we do have uh, your favorite uh, character on the show, DQ. So I mean, everybody should be uh, more than happy about that. Uh, it's only a disappointing day when we're both here and you're not, DQ. That's when people start to turn their radios off because they're like, "Well, what's the point?" So anyway, we are uh, we're here. So uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, some stuff we'll get into. I want to talk about um, uh, the um, Hunter Urichek thing coming up here, and if you're like. What's the Hunter Urichek thing? Okay, it's uh, it's not like bad or anything. It's just a uh, he's going to be on the college football playoff selection committee, which is good because they need people in the room who will not have to leave the room when the school that they work for is under consideration for the playoff. So he will be able to participate in all of the discussions in his uh, three-year term, certainly next year. He will not have to, because that's the rule. If you're on the committee and you, um, you know, you're like if you're the AD at, at Michigan and, and Michigan comes up, you can't, you have to leave the room while they discuss the merits of Michigan making the playoff. So this is good news because no one will be discussing the merits of Arkansas football making the playoff next year. So it's, it's perfect. It's a great appointment. You get an SEC AD and you don't have to worry about a conflict with, uh, him having to uh, leave the room because his team is under uh, consideration for the playoffs. So you've got that going on. I assume he'll be the uh, uh, AD throughout this uh, football season. I mean, if this Pittman thing goes gunny sack, as it probably will, um, how's that going to go? Anyway, I don't know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But um, 
Anyway, uh, that's the uh, that's the news of the day. It's not like uh, you know there's any you know big development going on, but I wanted to talk about that, and I wanted to talk about kind of like the lay of the land as he starts his seventh year as AD here, if you can believe that. Seventh year. Got the job at the end of 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Starts the seventh year. That was your um, Sesame Street portion of the show. Counting purposes here. Um, so, um, we will, uh, well, I'm going to talk about that. I want to know uh, what you like, what you don't like about the uh, the era, the administration, as it goes into year seven here at uh, at Arkansas. It's been a uh, mixed bag of uh, accomplishments here. He did hire Eric Musselman. He got the baseball building built, but he did hire Sam Pittman. So there's that. Um. And he cannot get this uh, Bud Walton Arena project off the ground here, or at least they haven't announced anything about it uh, getting off the ground here. So, those are some of the things that will um, I want to I want to know what you think about all that stuff as we uh, move along. And uh, and he's uh, also uh, a a uh, opponent to the just pay everybody a bunch of money model, which is sweeping through college athletics everywhere but here, and. Um, he wants you to foot the bill for that because you're not paying enough already. If you've got tickets to the sports and you're donating to the foundation, more, more, please more. So we'll talk about all this uh, as we move along here, uh, going on and, uh, discussing everything. Um, so that's, that's what, one of the things I want to do in this particular hour of, uh, the program. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, can't read that text. Thank you. Um, Greg wants to, uh, come in and fill in. He can be here in five minutes. Uh, Greg, will let you know. We'll let you know. If I begin to sputter or flounder or lose the ability to speak, we will, uh, we'll keep your, um, notification, uh, here on standby. We'll, we'll let that. Greg in Farmington and DQ. It's kind of a clunky title. It could probably work though, I guess for a day. I mean, you're not getting a business card or anything like that. Uh, let's see here. All right. So, uh, obviously, we've also got a Super Bowl. Uh, the, the the good parties are starting up uh, pretty soon here um, with the week getting late and you get to, uh, you know, the Friday night coming up, Saturday night, you know, and the, uh, the, the bigger parties, the bigger stars are uh, coming to town. So, uh, we'll, um, we'll get... Maybe we'll look at some of these prop bets on the on the bet series and have. I know Sterling's going to give you some thoughts on all this tomorrow, but uh, maybe we could uh, look at that as well. Um, DQ, there is still this, and I don't understand this um, because it's not going to happen. But the internet has still got this tinge of excitement, like Taylor Swift is going to perform at this uh Super Bowl oh, really? which, which is I don't is not going to happen I don't believe. No. But uh, That would be so disrespectful. Right. Of, unless I don't know. I don't think no. She no, won't. No, I don't think so. But I mean, still, they've asked her a million times and she says no. Yeah. They don't pay. Did you know that? You get Union Scale. What does that mean? Union Scale uh is currently 1000 bucks a day. So I guess that counts the rehearsals and everything. So on Sunday, for the work that day, Usher will earn $1,000. So that's union scale. That's all he gets. Really? Yep. Yep. They pay scale at the uh, Super Bowl halftime, which for many years is why people thought Taylor Swift turned them down. I don't know. Maybe that is why. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, maybe so. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. 
BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. A DQ, in, in honor of uh, yesterday's breaking news that was uh, covered so valiantly here on Ruskin and Zek, uh, have you ever been involved in a police chase? No. <laughs> 59% say no. 24% say none of your business. All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, if money was not an object, would you want to attend a Super Bowl? Hmm. Do I get a free parking pass or a parking pass <laughs> in this situation? I would assume so because, again, money is no okay. object, so you can do then, whatever. Yes. Parking okay. seems like the most stressful part of any, like going to any event. Yes. So if I could have that really figured out, then I would go. That's the biggest it's the, it's the thing that stresses me out the most. Even if it's at like Bud Walton or anything, right. I get so stressed out about parking stuff. Well, the parking is easy. It's just that all the parking people leave after the game and it's it's Thunderdome yeah. after the game. I don't care about after the game. It's getting there, figuring out where I have to go, all that stuff. No. The only people directing uh, traffic are the uh, law enforcement in the streets. In the parking lot, it's, you know, yeah. Ali Ali oxen free. Uh, 52% of you would stay home. 47% would go to the, uh, the game. And there you go. Uh, unlimited heating and air in Springdale, bringing you the poll questions here on Ruskin and Zach. 866-285-4005, uh, is how you can reach us on the McClarty Daniel hotline. And if you're, um, Heating and air system is uh, messed up. You can call uh, Kelly and Larry at 479-225-8809 at Unlimited Heat and Air in uh, Springdale. Uh, let's see. Jay wants to know on the McCarty Hotline. No Zach today. I guess he got caught in the police chase last night. Uh, we should probably follow up on this in case nobody paid any attention last night. So I think three people were arrested. Uh, no one was hurt, I don't believe. And they stole a U-Haul van, DQ, from Oklahoma. The three people, yeah, okay, and they were, and they ended up um, here, and um, they got, uh, I guess, run off the road or ran themselves Did off the road or something. Flip, or was that just speculation? I heard. I don't know. I don't know what. I couldn't see the van from our angle, and I haven't seen any uh, video or anything. I imagine in the days to come, maybe there'll be more information yeah. maybe some dash cam video yeah. or something will come out there i don't know but uh i saw the traffic to get or i saw the interstate traffic from don tyson and even at this whole thing started at what like four yesterday yeah. and so even at you know six thirty or so it was there were still like ambulances coming yeah Onto the interstate. I've got more information from uh, 4029. Police found Molotov cocktails and guns inside the stolen U-Haul that led officers on a crash in Springdale, according to a news release from the Tawnytown Police Department. Uh, the Locust Grove Police Department in eastern Oklahoma started chasing the U-Haul on 412 Wednesday afternoon. During the chase, the U-Haul hit another vehicle head-on near Colcord, Oklahoma. The chase continued along the highway and through Tawnytown into Springdale, Cars went over 120 miles an hour during the chase. When the U-Haul reached I-49 near exit 70, a, a Tawnytown police officer hit the van in order to stop it. This ended the chase while the officer's vehicle rolled multiple times. Okay, that's what I heard. The officer who hit the U-Haul was treated at the hospital for minor injuries and released. And uh, they arrested two people, not three. Uh, two uh, 21-year-olds from Michigan. These are your people, DQ, from uh, yeah. Ypsilanti or wherever, so... There you go. So they've got some more uh, stuff on 4029 about all that stuff. And apparently there is a video on TikTok. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, Abner didn't know a U-Haul could do 120. I didn't either. I, I thought, thought there was a yeah. whatever that thing is the called. The governor? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I, I would think so too. But it was a U-Haul van, yeah, not so one of the big box trucks. Yeah, but there, even, on the, even on the cars, there should still be a 
I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they found a way around it. I don't know. Um, uh, Brandon in Paris here texting. And now, was this Eli Drinkwitz driving the van returning from stealing recruits from Oklahoma? That's a good one, Brandon. If it, if it was, if Eli was driving that van, no one in Arkansas would have stopped it. It would just kept on going. 412, 65, 40, like all the highways. He'd hit all the highways. Getting recruits left and right, taking them back to Columbia. And Razorback fans would look at the van with yellow and black streamers coming out of the back of it and go, oh, well. Because that's the attitude towards Missouri is, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, will uh, Zach's uh, next sports car be a U-Haul DQ? That's what Bob wants to know here on the McClarty Daniel Hunt. Maybe line. they did something to it. I don't know. They souped it up? Maybe I have no idea. They deactivated that's, that's the governor, an insane maybe. Insane speed. Yeah. Even for any for any van. Well, now I may be uh, I may be wrong about this, which you could say about pretty much any word I say on this show. But this in particular, I thought that like regular person cars. I know the speedometer says like one forty, but I yeah. I thought it stopped at a hundred. Like I don't I think cars will have a governor at a hundred. Obviously, Sachs doesn't because he's, you know, gone two, I think 300 miles an hour before. I've The fastest I've ever driven was like 85 or 90, mm. and it was going somewhere like to St. Louis or something, so the road is super straight. Right. And eventually, my mom looked over at the dash, and she said, Olivia, you need to slow down. <laughs> and I said, oh, my. I didn't even realize I was going that fast. That's but how, I, that's I really how, try not to. That's how do that. smooth your car is. You don't even realize. Oh, oh. and now it's once it since it got fixed. Oh my gosh! So what I are we talking here? We got new tires. No, so I got a new wheel bearing. The Ooh. control arm. I don't know what that is. Okay. But if that's something that exists on a car, mine was really really messed up. Mm -hmm. Someone who worked at the place who fixed it um said, "I cannot believe you were able to drive it for that long." Wow. So, I feel like they say that a lot. So, um, I don't know. I think they really meant it that. It sounded like my wheels were about to come off. Really? Yeah. Well, that'd have been something. Yeah. That, that, but now, I test drove it on the interstate the other day, and I did not fear for my life. So it, Would it, like, violently shake? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, anytime oh. I got over the speed of 50, it yeah. would uh, shake. I see. Abner claims that normal cars will go over 100, but it's bad for the engine. Very bad for the engine. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dan, I'm out of surprise. You're such a lead foot. Uh, I did not mean to, and I since then I've been very careful about how fast I go. Yeah. Uh, Nate wants to know how many curbs you hit to mess up the, uh, the wheel arm um, so badly. I think it was... Well, I do hit curbs, so <laughs> that and a combination of that and driving to and from the farm on the dirt road. It's right. a lot of things, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Evan M is with me. The, and maybe we need to poll question this up. Um, I'm surprised you were able to drive it that long is just big car repairs way of scaring you into <laughs> unneeded repairs. Well, so I would say that, but this Guy who I know who works there, I, I don't think he would tell me that. Okay, so you have an in. Yes, in the uh, that's in why the my auto, dad picked the in the mechanic that, business. Yeah. Okay, that's why my dad picked the place. I see. All right, so you have a uh, you you have a trusted source. Yeah. Boy, if you can get a good doctor and a good mechanic in life, like you are, so far ahead of the rest of the the uh, the drones out there <laughs> going through their daily life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that is huge, right? You know, hairdresser, hairdressers. I use more same. important. Well, well, so for it's easier to find a good hairdresser for a man than a woman, I would say. Yeah, because you guys don't have to use the same person. You can just go to the same place and right. pretty much trust anybody who's in there. But I go to the same woman. Yes. Yeah. But I also knew her before. So maybe <laughs> I didn't really try anybody else out. Yeah. No. 
But that's a, uh, I mean, hairdresser, doctor, mechanic. What else do you, okay, we'll do this now uh, on the McClarty Dinner Hotline. What, what is the key to life? Well, big, deep, um, metaphysical talk today here. The secret <laughs> to life is a good doctor, a good mechanic, a, a trustworthy mechanic, and a good hairdresser. And what else do you need? 866-285-4005 is how you can uh, join us here on the McClarty Daniel Hotline here on Ruskin and Zach. Mongo says curbs are there to keep you from running through buildings. They're not there to drive into. Well, <laughs> I don't mean to hit them. Yeah. Um, uh, Jay wants to know if Zach has been taken into custody by the feds after conspiracy gate. The swords never belong you know, to me. It's not a good look that after we talked about that yesterday, Zach is gone. Yeah, I should again emphasize this was <laughs> planned before um, we discovered that. Um, um, well, before he learned that Oswald was not on the sixth floor at the time that Kennedy <laughs> was shot, um, he learned that. Um, but um, we we've known that. Uh, Big Mike and I knew that, of course. Okay, a good psychic. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, Wes in uh, Springdale just says you're a bad driver. I would actually say I'm not. Okay. <laughs> what? What a surprise. No, but <laughs> now I don't like to jinx myself with things, but just there are some things. Yeah. I I've never had any issues in you know speeding or tickets and stuff. Oh, when's the last time I got a ticket? Let me think about that. Uh, six, uh, eight years, something like that. I've never been pulled over. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not bad. That's pretty good, actually. I've been pulled over twice on the drive to Hot Springs in my life. Twice. Not the same spot. Is it the, the, the curve? The curvy road? The Greenwood curve got me once. They got me there one time. Oh, I speed through Greenwood all the time. That's a bad idea. And <laughs> it's a very bad idea. And then well, it's 45. It goes by the tractor supply there and the Walmart. It's like 25 right there yeah. for a second. And they will but get it's you. it's such a straight road. Yeah. It's, it's asked to get sped on. <laughs> They'll get you right there. And then uh, I, they got me in Mansfield one time. And I was speeding. I think through the graveyard. You know how the road cuts through the cemetery? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, Jamie claims uh, here the uh, in Van Buren that Greenwood is all 55 now. Maybe you'd be okay. Okay. Yeah. I I feel like I drove through Greenwood Green Greenwood not too long ago, but maybe it, maybe it is now. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We're, uh, we're looking for, uh, um, the key to life besides, uh, a good doctor and a, an aggressive tax attorney. Okay. Oh That's yeah. The person who does my dad's taxes and then has started doing my taxes. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Male or female. But she's also a family friend too. Female. So everyone I know has been a family friend. Wow. <laughs> You've got a lot of family friends. Yeah. DQ. You should run for office or something yeah. one of these days. <laughs> DQ for mayor. She could, uh, she knows Fayetteville. She knows the people. Um, okay. Here's someone who says they got three tickets in four days in Northwest Arkansas. Don't they impound your car at some point? Yeah, don't I mean, they? It's all, uh, it's all on the computer there, isn't it? Hmm. Oh, so, um, my sister, a few, this has been a few months ago, got a parking ticket for parking in a fire lane oh, on a yeah. street. And yesterday, apparently, my dad called her and yelled at her because she hadn't paid it yet. And the car's under his name. And apparently, they can put a warrant out for your arrest since she didn't show up to her um, court, court appointment. Yep. yep, that's right. And so he called and yelled at her and said that there might be a warrant out for his arrest. So she quickly paid it. <laughs> yeah, you can't uh, you can't mess around with that stuff. Although I guess it, it is kind of a you get some street cred if you've got a warrant out for your arrest, though, right? <laughs> no, you know, they swore out a warrant. 
I don't think he had one yet, but he said they they had every right to put one on him. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, we can't read that one. Thank you. Um, uh, the, oh, the person with three tickets in four days got a warning letter from the state that it is a privilege, not a right to drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. Now here's someone says by the school it drops down to 40 miles an hour in Greenwood. All right. Very helpful. Uh, here's someone that claims you should know a cop. Yeah. That's important. Yep. I would also say it's important. God, I enjoyed this yesterday. When when this whole thing was going down over here uh, with the chase, uh, we pulled up the police radio on the internet. And it was fantastic. I think we got on like right after they hit the van. Like it was very early on because there was like some frantic talking and we couldn't really tell what was going on. Um, and then on another channel, someone was looking for a blue truck and Rogers and for something else. I, I don't know. Wait, you can just access that? Yeah, it's on the uh, internet. Yeah. Oh. There's a... So not every city though. We were on the Northwest Arkansas channel. Okay. Which was, you know kind of everything at that point. But there's a Fayetteville channel. There's a Fayetteville Fire channel. Um, you got Noah Weather Radio on there. I mean, they, they got it. They got it all. It's real fun. Um, the police radio, I don't know how Kansas City or uh, San Francisco will be. Maybe Kansas City could get a little wild. But I listened to um, a show where they played police radio highlights from Philadelphia after they won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And, you know, like people are flipping over cars and like, you know, <laughs> running through the street naked or whatever. And you get to hear all the police chatter. That was uh, fairly entertaining. I don't know if the police radio will be. I don't know if the people will be going nuts in Kansas City or in San Francisco uh, like that. Yeah. If they, wh- whoever wins a Super Bowl. Especially since Kansas City just won it not right. too long ago. So, yeah, they're just kind of been there done that yeah the 49ers haven't won it in um uh 29 years but well i don't see that as a city where people are just going to start lighting couches on fire to celebrate a football win you know yeah maybe that's maybe i'm wrong about that okay uh that was david by the way with all the speeding tickets thank you david thank you for letting us know david joining us like uh everyone does here on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Bob claims knowing a cop is good, knowing a judge is better. Yes. See, we got to get Jackie Mock on the bench somewhere. That would be very good for us, you know? We got to get her uh, an appointment, an election, and whatever it is. Start committing our crimes in that's, that's right. Fort yeah. Smith. Yes. That's right. We'll have our judge placed on the bench so we can, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll stack the court. Picture this, a cold winter's night and suddenly no heat. That's exactly what happened to us. But when we called Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric, they were right there. Their pros didn't just fix our heating. They brought back our home's warmth and comfort in no time. Even when our water heater started leaking, Pascal was the first name we thought of. Quick, professional, and so understanding. With Pascal's flexible payment options, we didn't have to worry about a big expense all at once. Now our home is comfortable and so is our budget. Schedule now at gopascal.com. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. Arkansas picked to win the West over LSU. This is the last year of uh, 14 teams. It's the last year, I believe, of divisions also in uh, in uh, SEC baseball play. Uh, okay, let's go to the uh, McClarty Daniel hotline. John is uh, on the phone. Hello, John. Hey, man. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, has there been any conversation or discussion on what all of this, and I'm talking about NIL, Portal, how this is going to change really everything about college football and what the average fan is 
if they're even going to want the product that's being put on the field. I mean, I consider myself kind of a, you know, an, I guess an average fan. I go to a game or two a year, but man, when you've got, you can't even maybe even keep a consistent roster year after year. We're paying these kids. I mean, I guess my question is to me, I'm not sure if it's something I'm going to want to watch. Yeah, I mean, we've we've uh, we've had a lot of conversations about this, uh, John, uh, and I appreciate your your phone call. Um, it is different. The behavior towards um, the players is different because you know there's uh, they're they're more or less pros now, um, and I feel the way you feel, John. But there aren't a lot of people. Most people, I will say, don't agree with us because. College football is coming off of a season as chaotic as the offseason was going into this season with all the different movement and all that stuff. And it's only uh, it's continuing record ratings, you know, big time ratings for the playoff games, record, uh, you know, attendance, revenue, like all, all the numbers that the that people that are in charge, supposedly in charge, that they care about. All those numbers are good. So. They don't have an incentive yet to change. But there are a lot of people that feel the way John feels. I know Zach feels this way. I feel this way. That it's just not. And my problem is not with. I want to make this clear. The players getting paid doesn't bother me. The players should get paid. Because the old system was illegal and unfair. It was illegal as determined by the Supreme Court. And it was also incredibly unfair. That these schools made, you know, $50, $60 million and the players got, you know, not much. And, you know, they couldn't go do a card signing or they were, or they couldn't go make an appearance at this place or that place or do commercials uh, locally or nationally in some uh, players' cases. They couldn't get it. They couldn't profit off any of that. It, it, it wasn't fair and it was illegal. That's not my, com- my complaint. My complaint is there's just no order at all to any of this. If you are at, let's say, oh, I don't know, Ole Miss, and you really like someone that played in, you against that you played against in Arkansas, there is nothing that can have that prevents you from picking up the phone and trying to recruit that kid in the middle of his season at Arkansas. There's nothing now. If you get caught, it's illegal. But if most of these guys don't get caught, and so it just it happens, and um, you know people are chasing the bag now and in some cases they're asking for more money from coaches every single day now think about this for a minute think about this your coach and every day players are coming in wanting more money that is not at all what this job is supposed to be not at all but there are instances where that has happened that is not uh there's no structure there's no um and and some of the guidelines they do have, portal window and stuff, all the timing on that's wrong. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it, it, it doesn't... College football, the first thing they screwed up was moving the big, the early signing period. They screwed all that up. Yesterday was supposed to be a celebration of college football on National Signing Day, the first Wednesday in February. And it isn't that anymore because all this stuff happens in December when things people have a million different things going on and they're not paying attention. So you lose some steam there. Um, there's just no structure. There's no guardrails to any of this. You can go anywhere you want virtually with no uh, ramifications at all. And um, it, it's just there needs to be some sort of there need to be guardrails here. Um, I know that a lot of people are in favor of the uh, players going uh, to whatever school they want to. But um, there has to be a compromise there. I don't like as strict as some, and as petty, frankly, as some coaches used to be when they made the list of schools you couldn't go to. Um, But I don't think this way works either, where you can just do whatever. And you can be at Arkansas one year and an Ole Miss the next, or a Texas the next, or whatever it is. Uh, Teams that are on your schedule. Um, And basketball is uh, not great either. The money flying around in basketball is, is is crazy, too. So, yeah, people are talking about this, but so far, no one has really uh, come up with anything other to do. 
And why would they be? Because business is good. The business of college football is good. They had big years, a big year in television uh, viewing on all the channels. So this is like any other business. Like you can have, they'll, they'll call, John, they'll, they'll call people like you and me and, and whoever else, you know, oh, well, you know, they'll dismiss us as just being, you know, negative people or, or critics or whatever. But if more people and some of these revenue numbers start to dip a little bit, you know, attendance goes down, interest goes down, social media interaction, that's a big one they care about. Ratings go down. Maybe, uh, maybe then they'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll get the message here. Um, yeah. Uh, Joe texting in here on the McClarty Dental Hotline. Uh, college football has always been like the G League of the NFL, but now they get paid for it. Again, I don't have a problem with the, with the players making money, but there needs to be some kind of guardrails here. Like, I mean, there needs to be some sort of structure to this. There's just no structure. It's not great. For, it, it, it's, it's not great for the players, number one. In this sense, how many people are out there, charlatans, telling the players they can get all this stuff and then they don't get any of it? Or they get it, but because of a bad contract with an agent or a runner, they get all the money and the player gets, you know, $15 or whatever. So there's no one looking out for that. It's not good for your coaches either because now a wins your downtime. You got to recruit every day now. Something's going on every single day. In the offseason, the NFL is the better uh, option for coaches if they want any kind of life. Now, during the season, you're still going to work, you know, 14-hour, 16-hour days. But in the offseason, you have time to unplug in the in the NFL. In college football, man, you've always got to be doing something. You've always got to be doing something. Dave says uh, he just starts watching from the playoffs on. He just texted in here on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Um and Lee J uh, points out that uh, with the new 12-team playoff, they're going to make even more money. Yeah. So um, that's uh, that's what it is. I, I mean, I I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. Um, but right now, there aren't a lot of people like me. There are some, but not a lot because the numbers are big for the sport. Ratings are good. Revenue's good. The SEC just handed out $51 million checks today to all of its uh, member schools. So they don't have any incentive to change. They get to $51 million. And it and went up from last year, $49 million. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. I did wonder about this when... Um, when NIL started about this is going to change the relationship between player and fan. I wasn't thinking about the portal thing where, you know, you have a new roster every year, but this changes the relationship between player and fan because the fans always thought that the players came here because they love the school. And now most people don't choose the school because they love the school. And maybe they never chose the school because they love the school and we just felt like they did. But now we know they aren't. In most cases, there are a few who love the school. Houston Nuts said they love that helmet. But that illusion is all gone. And so now it changes things. Because now, well, the fan loves the school. But do those 11 guys out there love the school? It didn't look like it when you uh you know you loafed on that pass route or you missed that block or whatever, and you're getting money. It changes things. The changes it's it's an evolving situation. You've got more people willing to openly criticize players. That used to never happen in college sports because they're kids. Now people are more willing to do that because, you know. Some of these, these kids are making more money than the fans are in some cases. Not a lot, but some. I also wondered, um, the $51 million, if you split it 465 ways for every student athlete at Arkansas, they all get one hundred and ten grand. That's not bad. Now, they can't do that. They won't do that. But that's what it would... I was just curious what that would be if they... Uh, 
they handed that out to uh, to the uh, players. Six figures, that's not bad. I think a lot of us could could live with that, right? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jody wants to know if, if Texas and Oklahoma get paid. No, they didn't get paid this time. This is this fifty one million that they announced today per school is for the fourteen teams. So they'll get paid. Well, I guess they'll get paid part of next year because they're they're coming in July one. Um, they may not get paid for two years. Let me look at this. I mean, that that's a very good question, Joni. Um, let's see the uh, the fiscal year ends August thirty first. So, um, they, so they will, would get paid. Yes, but they'll they'll only be a league member in this fiscal year for a month. So I don't think so they'll they get, shouldn't get paid. They might get something, but they they won't get their full. They won't be a full year member until twenty five. For a full year, a full uh, fiscal year, I guess. So, but they did not get paid today. Oklahoma and Texas did not get any. They split this 14 ways next year. They'll split the pie 16 or or in two years. They'll split the pie 16 ways. But yeah, good question. Okay, uh, it's uh, nine minutes until five o'clock here on Ruskin and Zach. Uh, Cody points out that the Georgia's quarterback just bought a $200,000 Ferrari. Here's a text out of North Carolina, North Carolina number anyway, that wants us to have a fundraiser and people get to sit in the good chair and it will benefit the uh, Razorback Collective. (laughs) Yeah. Here we are having a raffle to sit in the chair and Missouri's got 12 million in the coffers up there. Yeah. That's part of the problem right there. That is part of the problem right there is um, some of the uh, thinking around NIL here quite honestly, has been very rinky-dink. It has not been big picture. It's been, hey, here's some coupons. Here's, here's, a, here's a contest to go sit in the chair. Like, these are the, uh, yeah. these, these are the kind of things they're doing. I mean, Missouri's got $12 million up there. $12 million, they say. They could be wrong about that. And that's the other thing. People who are losing in the NIL are quick to point out, well, they don't have as much money as they say they do. How do we know that? And if you aren't bragging about how much money you have, why aren't you? Because you look like you're broke if you aren't bragging right now in college football about how your NIL uh, collective is crushing it or whatever. Like, it's very much a... um, It's very much a uh, keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up with appearances, all that sort of thing right now. And um, by sitting there and not bragging about fundraising, you look like you're losing. And maybe you aren't, but that's what the optics appear to be, but it's not going well. Here's someone suggesting they'll say sell candy bars. Why don't they sell popcorn like the Boy Scouts raise some money? There's a good idea. DQ will buy some popcorn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or that that big box of, I think I like the chocolate bars. Oh, yeah, yeah. The candy bars. Yeah. For fundraising. I don't even know what brand of chocolate that is. Yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) It's just specifically for fundraising. We could have a magazine sale. How about that? Raise money, sell some magazines, a jogathon. We'll get oh, every, every, yeah. we'll get everybody this track. You get one hour, and for every uh, you know get every a, lap, get a sponsor for every lap. That's right, a certain dollar amount for every lap. There you go. All right, we'll be back here uh, coming up here. Maybe all of the concession money should not go to local like you know bands and stuff. It should go back to the NIL fund. Maybe that's what they should do. You say that. <laughs> I bet that has been brought up. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. 
Welcome to McLarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McLarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McLarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McLarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McLartyDaniel.com. All right. Uh, in his uh, court-appointed spot here on this uh, Thursday evening, we've got Chuck Barrett with us here on Ruskin and Zach. Hi, Chuck. How you doing? Is Zach arrested? Is, is uh, he, that what I'm hearing? Zach he, got arrested he, today. He was not arrested. He, uh, okay. he, he, we had a little. Uh, well, we had a little excitement over here yesterday. I don't know if you saw the news. Uh, oh. at, over uh, on four twelve and forty nine, a police chase, and then the next day Zach is off. So people on the internet, uh, I guess, are speculating. But no, he was not involved. This was. I got you. This was well, determined it must before. Have that. Just been a vicious rumor. You know that internet is just full of this yeah. terrible rumors, uh, Chuck. I mean, it's just. It's awful out there, <laughs> but anyway, he, uh, I think we'll all be doing this segment together again next week for the first time wow. in ages. I think, I think that's how that's band back together. I know that'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be, uh, it'll be good to have everybody uh, back in here. So, uh, that's, uh, that, I think that's going to be, uh, next week. Uh, assuming you're available. That is, I mean, we, well, know. I'll see if I can't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to jump to conclusions here or anything. Well, like that. you know, I don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to commit. But right. uh, you know, <laughs> I'll see what I can do. That's right. You yeah. know, I've been thinking about DQ this week with the Super Bowl coming up. Right with the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? You know, the internet again. Uh, they keep bringing up this thing like she's going to perform as part of halftime, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think that's going to happen. She's going to be. Uh, She's going to be getting ready for that proposal. You know, oh, the yeah. game's fixed anyway. I mean, the game's <laughs> fixed. So uh, at, the, at the end of the game, you know, he's probably going to be the MVP because, of course, it's fixed. And, um, you know, then he'll propose to her. Right so there so he, he's up there on the stage getting the, the trophy with Jim Nance. And he calls Taylor up on the stage and proposes right there. Is that is that how it goes? Uh, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know, but. It's an American love story, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't. Know. I think it's going to be a good game. In all seriousness, I think it's going to be a good game. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, a close game. Uh, I do. I, I was talking about this a little while ago. I, I know that the Forty ers are slight favorites, but people are sort of eye rolling about they're they're talking about a lack of respect this week. But Chuck, everything I see is talking about Mahomes and legacy and Andy Reid and. I'm not hearing much about uh, San Francisco other than Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Isn't that neat? You know, so I can kind of see a little bit. They're not getting the same amount of attention as the defending champs. Well, everyone would love to be able to play the no respect card. But, you know, when you get to the Super Bowl and, you know, you're a favorite, albeit a slight one, it's just hard to play the no respect card. So um, that, that, that falls a little flat with me. I suspect, though, that, you know, Mahomes being there again is, is, is really remarkable. And Andy Reid being there again, it didn't look like they were going to be there. Yeah. And, you know, the opportunity to, to, you know, to win it again. I mean, that's just um, – it's understandable why, why that would be the focal point, I think. People respect the Niners. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and it, we haven't had a repeat champion in, like, 20 years since the Patriots did it. So that's uh... – that's why the um, there's a lot of attention there. I did see, you know, even I've been looking at some of the prop bets on on Betsaris, and it's some of the stuff, some of the wild stuff they do on the internet is only on the internet. You can't really uh, do that. But I do like this one. Uh, plus eight fifty if someone doinks a kick off the upright in the game. I like that. I, I, I that might could happen. Moody's a little plus bit plus eight fifty. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's a good that's a good payoff there. I um. Moody's a little shaky for me, the Niners kicker. I know there's not wind or weather or anything in the stadium, but you know what? Who knows? I, I, that may be one you take a flyer on and just uh, and see what happens with. Well, there are nerves. You know, yep. there are nerves in the Super Bowl. So uh, huh, that's an interesting uh, prop bet there. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't found one on Gatorade color and all that stuff like they usually do. Uh, What's the over-under on the length of the national anthem? I heard something about a national anthem duet. Is that oh, yeah. Post Malone and um, Reba? 
Is that right? Did uh, I hear that? Let me see here. Uh, I'm gonna. I got an article here. Um, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, no, there. it's I'm okay. Sorry. I, I'm, you I'm, know, I'm a student of pop culture, and I right. keep up with stuff <laughs> That's like right. this. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I don't think it's a duet. They've got it. Okay. I'm seeing 90 and a half seconds. Okay. For um um, for Reva. Okay. Yeah. All right. 90. 90 and a half. All right. Yeah. yeah a minute and a half. Um. So um, I I don't know, but uh, that's um. You know, this post says they're only betting on that uh, on BetMGM in Ontario. I don't know what that means, but uh, I guess you well, can't bet on that in our country. Well, there's something about it. Ty, Ty was explaining this this morning, or at least trying to, and I didn't really understand, and I didn't know this. He was ahead of me that apparently you cannot bet on this sort of thing, the length of the national anthem and how many shots of Taylor Swift, for example. Right. You can't bet on that within the United States. Right. It's an offshore thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That well, makes see, sense I'm not a gambling man by trade, so uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And in this National Anthem article, they have um, the last several. And uh, last year, uh, Chris Stapleton went under. It was at 205, and he checked in at 201. So hmm. uh, bet accordingly, everybody, I guess. There's not really a trend. Uh, it's it's kind of all over the map, over, under. It's not... Like nine years in a row, it's gone under or anything like that. So, and it's ninety and a half seconds this year. That's what they. Yeah, that's that's what. So they think it's going to be a fast one. Yeah, they think Reba's hmm. going to going to move through that thing. I don't know. Wow. I may go okay. a little bit over on ninety. That seems uh that seems fast. Although I know it does. You'll remember this. Um, they used to have a recording at Bomb Stadium from um. Uh, <laughs> I do the Air Force uh, Men's Choir or something like that. And it clocked in at like sixty-five seconds. Like it would, they got through that thing, and it was uh, it was very efficient. But they did that, and every once in a while they would play the um, recording of the Whitney Houston Super Bowl version. Mm. Now this was way, I mean, back in the George Cole Field days, right. way back, right? And uh, at least it seemed that far back. But every once in a while they would uh, play that, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that had if there was an over under in nineteen ninety or ninety one that that one went over. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, anyway, okay, uh, this is uh, we got Chuck Barrett with us here. Your drive home is powered by Mister Sparky. A, a couple of things on the uh, Arkansas front that uh, I'd like to get your uh, uh, thoughts on here. Uh, Hunter Urichek is uh, going to be on the college football playoff selection committee. A uh, three-year term. Uh, they uh, they announced that today. So that's a uh, that's a unique job considering um, it's uh, going to be a 12-team playoff uh, moving forward. So a little bit more, um, I guess, responsibility uh, for, is uh, is uh, the word, way to put it for for that job. Well, it's certainly a, you know it's it's a feather in his cap professionally, and it's an honor. And um, you know they don't just hand those things out. So clearly he's highly thought of by his peers to, uh, to, you know, to get that kind of appointment. Um, I hope we get to the day where they could never have somebody from Arkansas on the committee because Arkansas is always going to be in the hunt to be in one of those spots. Um, I don't know if we'll get to that point, but um, I hope he has a chance to vote on Arkansas at some point. But I know he'll be a very good representative, and I know he loves college football, and he'll be a student of the game which is what you have to be if you're going to be on a committee like that. And I'm sure he will be. Yeah, that is a um, – they don't just show up on a Monday in, a, you know, Las Colinas, no. wherever they go. And, and, I mean, there's a lot of uh, prep work that goes into that uh, to that job. A lot of watching games and stuff like that. In addition to, uh, Chuck, all of his obligations here on Saturdays with all the things he has to do uh, in his with his AD hat on at Razorback Games. Yeah, there's a – I mean, fall's a busy time. And, um, you know, I'm certain, I certainly wouldn't speak for him, but I feel certain in saying that his obligation here comes first and that um, the, while the other stuff he'll certainly, you know, do his due diligence on, that'll probably come, or certainly come second, I would think. Yeah. So that was a, uh, that was one of the items that came out today. Another thing, uh, moving to uh, a Razorback baseball, is the coaches picked Arkansas to win the league I saw this that. year. Uh, obviously to win the West, too, and to win 
the SEC. Nine uh, first, uh, nine votes to win the league. Three for LSU. Two for Florida. Florida's picked to win the East over Tennessee. Uh, so this obviously means the first weekend that Arkansas struggles, and it'll probably happen because it's a long <laughs> season. Everybody's going to lose their mind around here, right, Chuck? Well, that's sort of how it goes. I think they've won the West, what is it, four of the last five years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's a pretty good run. They, um, they're they always going to be in the hunt. I think we've come to believe that and come to know that because it's true. Um, they're going to be in the hunt every year, and some years they're going to be picked to win it, and some years they'll win it when they're not picked to win it. And um, But it's a you know, it's, it's, it's an honor. It's a tribute to the program and it's a tribute to the players that they brought in. I mean, if, you know, if you pay attention to this, you know, that, I mean, Arkansas has signed just some incredibly highly rated recruiting classes in baseball. I mean, um, right there at or near the top every year. So, you know, you would expect them to be ranked highly and I know people are excited about it. Yeah, there's a, there's always a, a lot of buzz, a lot of um, uh, anticipation, uh, getting ready towards uh, towards a baseball season where they're expected to be really good. And uh, again, they have a lot of they have a lot of uh, talent, and they also have um, a lot of players that you know people remember. Like they they know Kendall Diggs, they know uh, Brady Tiger. Like there's some there's a lot of talent, and there's also you know that familiarity that you don't get. Uh, a lot of times uh, with uh, with the other sports, it seems like. Well, and I think, too, you've got players on this baseball team that are good enough now that, I mean, you can follow them all the way to the big leagues, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of our fans do with a lot of our baseball players. I mean, they follow them through the minor leagues all the way to the show, and you know, some of them get there pretty quickly. And so that's exciting, too, when that happens. It's... Um, I'll tell you the, the the caliber of baseball in the SEC at at at, at the highest you know the, the the highest level of the conference. Um, you know I'm I'm talking about you know LSU and Arkansas and there's there's two or three others. It is really elite talent, and Arkansas is in that group right now, and that's why they're picked to win the SEC, and um, that's why they're one of the favorites to get to Omaha, and it's not just this year. Um, you know, I was thinking about how, you know, with Oklahoma and Texas uh, coming into the league, what that's going to add in baseball and basketball particularly. I mean, it certainly will add a lot in football. But, um, you know, baseball, uh, the history of those programs and what they're going to bring to the league, and it's just going to make a tough league even tougher. Yeah, and I saw a clip uh, from Dave the other day. You know, he didn't. He couldn't spill the beans on next year's conference schedule, but I he alluded to a couple of teams with T's on their hats possibly coming to Baumwalker Stadium. So that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, I mean Tennessee and Texas. Hello, that would be the uh, the top contenders you would think right there. That would be uh, that'd be pretty remarkable. But uh, wow, yeah, I don't think he was talking about Troy, <laughs> no, or anything like that. <laughs> not, not not Tarleton State. I don't think. No. Yeah. 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 It's a you know. I, I've always thought that that SEC baseball is tougher than SEC football, and, and on the surface that might sound you know crazy to people, but in you know the SEC and football, Alabama and Georgia and maybe LSU are the top of the top. In baseball, there are years, and maybe this is one of them, where you have like six teams, seven teams that are built like Alabama and Georgia in in football. Now on the baseball side of things, it is just. Super competitive. And Arkansas is in that group, by the way, of, you know, top shelf teams year in and year out in, in this league. I, I think it's I think it's a tougher that 30 games, you know, all, all the just the the normal, uh, you know, wear and tear of baseball. I think it's tougher in baseball than, than in SEC football. Well, it's really tough in both, but it's really tough to win the SEC in baseball. Um, you know, you can be. You know, you can be the fourth or fifth or sixth place team in the SEC or sometimes the seventh or eighth place team in the SEC. And as we've seen, win the national championship. Um, It's a really, really difficult league. It's, you know, football competes against, you know, the entire country. But those players are dispersed across the entire country, too. Baseball, like, for example, the Big Ten's not exactly – 
you know, known for its baseball, but yet there are a lot of great players in that area, and a lot of them come south, you know, and end up playing for teams in the SEC. Baseball players from all over America want to come play in the SEC, kind of like they do in the other sports. But um, I don't know if it's tougher or not, but it's uh, they're all tough. And uh, I know when you win the SEC in baseball, you've you've really you've really accomplished something because. Um, it's 10 weeks and 30 games. And I mean, you can get swept in the blink of an eye if you're not careful. And, um, to be able to win that thing, you know, to win, you know, two out of three ball games every weekend and maybe a sweep or two here and there and, you know, to avoid getting swept. Um, that's what it takes to win the league. And that's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, it is a grind. Uh, for sure. Uh, another thing uh, coming up here <clears throat> with um, uh, basketball resuming after this uh, kind of a, a bye week, sort of. Uh, they were back at home with uh, Georgia, and uh, I think a lot of people would uh, would love to see just some sort of like you know maybe you hit the reset button. It the time off maybe reinvigorates uh, the the team or something like that. A new life, whatever whatever phrase you want to use. And, uh, you know, maybe we can see, you know, a couple of uh, a good performance, more good performances than bad in these final uh, nine, nine ball games coming up. Well, they need to play well Saturday and they need to win. Um, Georgia's lost four in a row. Um, I'm not sure they've won since, uh, since they beat the Razorbacks. Maybe they have once, but I think they've lost four straight. Um, you know, Mississippi State played really well. Um, I guess it was two nights ago now, uh, in that, uh, in that game in Starkville. And, um, I thought they were really, you know, Mississippi state, you know, they had a lot of assists and, um, you know, they were, uh, they were really good. I mean, their offense was really good and they won by 13. And I'm saying all that, that, you know, Georgia's got, uh, you know, they got two games on the road this week and, they had been projected for a time as an NCAA tournament team. They're kind of hanging by a thread there right now. In fact, probably on the outside looking in today. Uh, so they've got to win some games if they're going to get back into that picture. Uh, they had a you know they had a subpar game at Mississippi State. I'm sure they're thinking that you know we'll get redemption against Arkansas and Razorbacks have had a week off. You know at least a midweek off and had a lot of time on the practice floor. And, yeah, maybe there is a reset. I mean, you got nine games to go. And um, you certainly have to flip the, squi- uh, you know, flip the script. And um, you can't do that if you don't win Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, going into uh, the game, uh, the Mississippi State-Georgia game, uh, Lenardi had Mississippi State in and Georgia, you know, kind of on the periphery of the bubble. So uh, right. that probably doesn't change anything with the uh, – with the result, uh, with the result last night in in that game, so um, it's a uh, they're they're going to be hungry. Arkansas is obviously going to be hungry, and Georgia's going to be confident because you know the last time they played Arkansas, they uh, they put it to them pretty good. Yeah, led from start to finish. Georgia's like a lot of teams in the league; they're a lot different at home than they are on the road. And um, you know, this is a winnable ball game, I think, for Arkansas. And that's no disrespect to Georgia. I mean, Georgia, as you say, I mean, it was pretty thorough. Uh, in that game down there at Athens. Uh, but, um, you know, I I, th- I think Arkansas is getting better. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they're playing great. They took a step back at LSU after they'd taken two steps forward. And that's kind of the way it's going. Um, hopefully they'll be able to to win this ball game Saturday and, and you just try to build from there. I mean, I um, I realize what's coming next week. Tennessee's coming to town, and then you've got to go to Mississippi State. Uh, so next week's going to be a hard week. So you better win Saturday. And the uh, the other thing is uh, Devo Davis rejoining the team. How does that uh, factor in? None, none of us know until uh, I guess we see it on Saturday. If that uh, brings any life or, or what, what happens at all with with that right there. You know, I don't know if that's going to make, you know, an appreciable difference or not. I don't know. Um, you know, they didn't, frankly, set the world on fire when he was playing. Right. And, um, you know, there was a game, game and a half there where, you know, and some of it had to do with the fact they were playing Missouri, I know, but there were points where they kind of looked better without him. So, 
Um, I think that Devo will, you know, as they say, I think he'll ball out the rest of the way. I, th- I think um, whatever he's got in the tank, I think we'll see it. Now, whether or not it means a dramatic turnaround for this team, I don't know about that. But um, I don't think that, you know, I don't think Devo's going out the way that it looked like he might go out. I think Devo's, he's got more in the tank than that. He's got more to him than that. And so I would expect Devontae Davis to play really, really hard uh, over the over the next four weeks. And hopefully that'll that'll help the team win some more games. Well, they could certainly use him uh, being the defender of 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 the past, uh, Devo Davis, because uh, I mean there there was a time there when uh, if he's uh, guarding a guy, that guy's not going to do anything in the game, and they they need the, they need some of that uh, to have any kind of shot to uh, to get any kind of uh, momentum going here in these last nine ball games. Well, I don't know exactly. I mean, he's been gone for what two weeks. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how much playing time he'll get. I don't. I don't know um, how much we'll see him in the game Saturday. Clearly, we'll probably see him more as we go along. But you know, he's he's got to earn his minutes again, and he's got to re-earn his teammates' respect. And so, you know, all those things have to happen uh, before I think we've got a chance to see the Devo of old. Now, look, it can happen in a hurry. I mean, it can it can happen in an eight minute run, um, but it's going to have to happen. And as I say, I th- I th- I think it will. No matter how you feel about this, and I know there have been a lot of different opinions on this, Devo needs to be on this basketball team, and um, hopefully he'll come back and he'll play well. All right, we'll uh, leave it there. Chuck Barrett with us here on Ruskin and Zach. Chuck, I appreciate the time today. Thank you. You bet. Enjoyed it. All right, that's Chuck Barrett with us here every uh, Thursday at 5 o'clock here on Ruskin and Zach. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.